Jones resets to the shotgun, gets the snap, hands it to Elliott, who goes sweeping to the left side, gets to the 20, loose to the 30, to the 40, down the left side to the 50, goes Elliott, he's going to take it to the house, 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott, 85 yards. You are listening to the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. My name is Nick. This is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Ohio State defeats Rutgers 49-27 in what was a very sloppy game. And before I get to the game, I just want to address why I did not do a preview show or a pregame show. I was actually golfing all weekend. And it was Rutgers. Didn't think it was that big of a deal. Just I was planning on doing one. Ended up playing 36 holes and really didn't have time. Next thing you know, I got home and about an hour before the game, and it was pretty much impossible for me to do one. But the game itself, it started to look like it was going to be a blowout, and we were going to see some second string and third string, maybe some of those younger guys in the game early. But that wasn't the case. Uh, Ohio State was really sloppy in the second half, and credit Rutgers and Greg Schiano. That trick play, punt return, you know, as frustrating as it was watching that, all all you got to do is – Really, for me, just I just tip my cap to Greg Schiano for that. Uh, um, they were really pulling every trick out of the bag, and that's why I say just give Rutgers credit. But really, Ohio State, um, I, I, I'm not too concerned. I really my my major concern is the depth in the defensive backfield and the running game. They're putting up decent numbers, over 200 yards a game, but that's not really Ohio State standard as of late. And even though those are decent numbers. You can just tell it's just not the same. They're the We don't really have a number one running back. And I see Master Teague against a Rutgers defense who I think is very well coached because of Graciano. They don't really have great talent. And I think it's a concern when Ohio State's number one running back, and I, I assume at this point the number one is Master Teague. He has more carries. But the number one running back at Ohio State can't get to the edge and, and beat Rutgers defenders and, and run sideline to sideline. I think that's a problem. And I saw a lot of missed tackles, and not just missed tackles, but a lot of just real shitty effort. That That's when I get aggravated as a fan, is when I see piss-poor effort. And I, I mean, what was that one run where that guy didn't go down? I think Pete Warner made a great job trying to get him down. But I, I saw like four guys just standing there watching instead of, running to the ball carrier and cleaning up. There was a lot of standing around and watching, a lot of bad effort. So I, I I think that's part of why Rutgers was coming back in the second half. Maybe just some of the guys, they just weren't into it. But whatever. I'm not trying to make excuses. That's stuff that definitely needs to clean up. But that's self-inflicting stuff. That's It's not like um, Ohio State was outmanned or outplayed. Out, at times they were. I don't think that's too big of a concern that's going to linger around too long or be an issue, I should say, that's going to carry on throughout the season. But that's still, we haven't seen that in a while. It's been a while since we've seen uh, an Ohio State defense be a little bit sloppy tackling. I do think the running game is going to maybe be a problem later in the season. I don't think in the Big Ten and even in the Big Ten championship game, I think it could be a problem, you know, in the playoffs. But that's something that really I think needs to be needs to get going, and I think part of it is is that I just don't think there's there's a a true number one running back on this team. 
Master T is what he is. He's just a one-cut downhill runner. Not really great going sideline to sideline. Takes him a little bit to get his speed going. And, yes, he is a physical back, and he's a guy you want to give it to on the goal line. And Trey Sermon, maybe there was a reason why he wasn't playing very much at Oklahoma, and he's dealt with a few knee injuries. So maybe that's affected him over the years. Look, he's just okay, and I think at times he can be real solid and be a contributor. But he's frustrating watching. He runs away from our blockers. He's running outside when he should just, I mean, man, just just, just get behind Wyatt Davis, hold on, and get behind him, and then break out when you need to. Um, he's a little bit, for the older Buckeye fans out there, if you remember Lytle Ross running back, yeah, a little bit like Lytle Ross, just kind of pitter-patting around instead of hitting the hole and running, kind of running away from the huge holes that's been created for you. I want to see more of Steel Chambers. From what we've seen of Steel Chambers, he has a lot of burst, at least compared to the other guys. At least my eyes are telling me he's got a little bit more quickness, a little bit more burst to him. When he's come in, he's looked really good. So I do think the running game, you know, there are some concerns that once later in the year we play maybe a Clemson or a Bama or maybe even a Notre Dame, that could be a problem. But having said that, you have Justin Fields. I think he's the best quarterback in the country. He's just so efficient, so smooth, and really he makes it look so easy. So it's not like it's just like, wow. He, he just just kind of like Garrett Wilson, the way he just – his route running, how precise he is, how smooth he is. They make it look so easy effortlessly. Justin Fields and, and Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave – it just, again, I don't think there's anybody in the country that's going to be able to stop that combination. And it was nice to see Jamison Williams get his first touchdown catch. So I think later in the year that he that could be a little hidden secret weapon come into the playoff stretch. But it was nice to see Jamison Williams get involved. Jeremy Ruckert, I mean, what can you say about him? He has turned into a really, really good, phenomenal tight end. He can do it all. He is a great blocker. He's a great receiver. He's a great teammate. He's turned into a nice option for Justin Fields. But overall, it's a win in this day and age. I mean, look, Clemson lost. You can say whatever you want, um, but not having Trevor Lawrence play doesn't allow Notre Dame to score 40-plus points or whatever it was. But in today's college football, I think any week you can get out with a win. And now with this pandemic, you can get out with a win, get out with your guys healthy, and head on to next week, head on to Maryland. And so – why, yes, it would have been nice to see Ohio State, you know, because in the first half, I thought we were looking at one of those, like, 73, 75 to 10 type games. And that would have been fun and nice to see. But, you know, that's not always the best outcome or the best thing for your team. And so now, uh, you know, that coaching staff's going to go to work, and maybe that's what that this team needs is they know how good they are and how talented they are, and they know they don't shy away from it. They talk about it at the program it, you know, they're playing for a national championship. At least it gives these co- these coaches something to coach off of. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I will say I've been very critical of tough Borland. And, yes, I understand he had the Achilles injury and came back like in eight months, which is just unheard of. So that probably affected why he looked slow last year. Yes, I understand that. But I will say this year he's played very well. He looks quicker. He looks faster. His toughness has never been an issue. I mean, obviously, look at his name. It's right there in it. But, uh, you know, I, I just will say that he has played very well. So, happy for him. Good for him. Hopefully, he can keep this up. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Next episode, we are going to talk about that team up north. They are 1-2 and two to start the season. I can't wait 
to do that show. You're going to definitely going to want to listen to that. Thank you for listening. However, you may be listening. Be safe, Buckeye Nation. Team up north. You suck. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines.